Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hey guys, jumping in real quick to tell you about the sponsor for this week's episode, The Satchel Podcast Player. If you like podcasts, you're going to want to check this out. There's no third-party ads, no on-screen ads, nothing like that. It's a great way to get connected with the content that you're listening to. You can even tweet directly into the podcast that you're listening to and even send a few dollars along to the podcast. For example, right now, if you like listening to Flash TV Talk, you could send us like, I don't know, $2, $3, $10, however much you feel like we're worth. You can do that directly in the Satchel Podcast Player. It's a great player. You got to check it out. If you're a podcaster, you can register your podcast at satchelplayer.com. Accelerating your fandom. This is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. I'm Bo. And I'm Bell. Bell, man, how you doing tonight? Doing pretty good, my friend. Uh, excited to hear from our listeners as to what the best things they liked about The Flash is. That's right, my friend. We are doing our live season two in review show. That's right. It's a live call-in show that we're doing here at Mixler.com slash Pottery. Uh, tonight, we are so excited to have many of you joining us in the chat this very evening, who will hopefully be calling in very soon, as soon as we open up the lines. Um, a little bit of housekeeping first. Last week, of course, we mentioned that we have got a uh, giveaway going on, thanks to the good folks at DC Universe Online. If you are interested and you want to potentially win the DC Universe Online Ultimate Edition for your Xbox console, here's what you need to do. Log into the game. It is free to play. Create a character. Uh, do so in the most uh, creative way possible because this is a costume contest. We want a screenshot of your character in DCUO. Send that in. We will be choosing a winner. That winner will be going home with a, um, you know, costume. Wait, no, not a costume. With a $100 million. <laughs> or uh, more accurately, DC Universe Online Ultimate Edition. Uh, yes, that will be uh, headed away, headed the way to the winner. We've already gotten many in. Today is technically the last day for it, but uh, we are not yet ready to announce the, um, the, the actual streaming event date. So until we announce that, you've still got a couple extra days, um, maybe hours. <laughs> I don't know. We've got to get our schedules straight before I go to London. That's for sure. We'll, we'll knock it out before I go to London. Yeah, it's gonna be fun, man. Uh, speaking of London, we got Queen B in the chat uh, commenting on our professionalism right off the bat. That's perfectly fine, because even though it is not Christmas, my friend, I am joining uh, enjoying a little bit of Grandma Esther's eggnog. However, there's no nog in my glass. Yeah, I, I'm enjoying a vodka in water. Hold the vodka. Yeah, classic Flash TV talk, doing it with a little bit of some uh, adult beverage as we discuss Flash with you. Now, here's how this works. It is a call-in show. Uh, you call in. We will be talking about really whatever you want to talk about. You want to talk about that twist at the end of last episode. You want to talk about the Jay Garrick storyline. You want to talk about Hunter Zolomon. You want to talk about Caitlin. I don't care. Whatever you want to talk about. You want to talk about Felicity? All right. Shh. Sure. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> it's y'all's show. We'll talk about whatever y'all want to talk about. So here's what we're going to do. Going to go ahead and open the lines right now. For those of you uh, in the chat, again, you need to have a Skype account. Uh, the account that you we will be taking calls on is called Pottery on Air. Bell, would you put that in the chat room? What's the over-under on me getting disconnected? 
perpetually tonight. Always the question, but I tell you what, you're still with us as we call in Brintak. Brintak, how you doing, buddy? Good. How's it going? Man, it is good to hear from you as we uh, come together at the very tail end of season two. Now, the question before we get started, Bell, are you still with us? I am. I am a genius. I am a genius. <laughs> Bow before my superior Skype powers. <laughs> is is that your superpower being able to actually effectively use skype now typically no typically it's just the reverse you might say i'm the reverse of that <laughs> superpower <laughs> uh brintak you've stepped into a, a fun evening here as our first caller uh man what do you want to talk about brother well we were uh talking about captain cold a little bit on facebook the other day yes and you called me out and told me to show up so here i am okay good thank you for jogging my memory because I, I i was reviewing that before the show all right so i posted out on uh facebook uh and this is somewhat spoilery if you're not caught up for legends um well i mean it's very spoilery if you're not cut off for, up for legends <laughs> yeah, i was about to say it's like it's, <laughs> not somewhat it's it's a huge spoiler <laughs> yeah but of course uh on legends of tomorrow or going into legends of tomorrow i said very specifically that i was uncomfortable with the fact they were taking captain cold a character who's very tied into the lore of the flash and uh putting him on a show separate from the flash for him to evolve change and, and be a completely different character or worse die and again spoilers he dead he dead, Brintak, and I am not cool with that. <laughs> what are you? But, but I noticed you had some pushback on my thoughts. What, what, what do you think? Well, a couple things. One, he's not dead. Um, I have, saw him. Have you die. ever seen these shows before? I saw him die. It was a massive explosion in the middle there of was, at the end of right. time. At the end of time, Brintak. <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right. There was a massive explosion on the show with time travel. Um, <laughs> Well played. And, and technically, you know, yes, you're right. He was at the end of time. So he dies at the end of time. So he's not dead yet. No, but see, okay. But the have, way they, all right, go ahead, Brent. I can make, make a Have case. you seen the finale yet? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, you know, we saw him again. But, but that was him from 2013. Wait, did, that was him from 2013. And you don't think they could pull him back out anytime they want? Yeah, yeah, him. That's that's what I'm saying, though. Like, all right. So this this is kind of what I thought you were you're saying. I wanted to clarify. That's why I wanted to have you on the show. That's, well, there, there's more to it than that. I mean, if you know that he's already been confirmed as a regular for not just Legends next year, but the CWDC as a whole. Yeah. Then you know we're going to see him on Flash on Legends, and hopefully on Arrow or even Supergirl. All right, so here's my thing about that. All right, yes. I look, and I love Wentworth Miller. I'm glad that he's sticking around. The problem is that the character we saw met his end. You're right. They can pull him from earlier in the timeline if they want to, but that's not like we, we saw the conclusion of that character storyline unless they literally resurrect him, right? Like him from earlier in the timeline, that's fine, and we can get... Uh, that character to some extent, but we've already seen the conclusion of that character's storyline. I don't like that idea. I like that character being more tied and, and hits his storyline, his evolution being more tied to the flash than I do on some other show. And I certainly don't like him dead, even though you're right, we can pull him out from any other point in time and, you know, throw him here. There's going to be doppelgangers. I'm sure. And I, I hope and pray that we will actually see him in, uh, you know, in the beginning of, of season two of the flash, given that we are kind of going in a flashpoint esque direction. Oh, a citizen cold call out would be it would be a missed opportunity. I mean, if they, they got to do it. They got it right. Absolutely. But you you got to also remember that he since he was not the big bad for season two. At most, you're looking at maybe two episodes, maybe three if we got really lucky with him in it, as opposed to sixteen episodes of Legends of Tomorrow. So 
I, I get that you want him to be developed on the Flash, mm. but he wasn't going to be developed on the Flash. But he could have been. He could have been. Like, I, I hear you. But I mean, like, season four, get, I mean, I want, he doesn't need to be a hero that goes and makes out with Black Canary. If he's going to be a, if he's going to come go and have this kind of heroic arc, it should be tied to the Flash. He He is one of the Flash's greatest rogues. You know what I mean? Like, that would be like. That would be like Lex Luthor going and hanging out with, I don't know, like all so of a sudden I, he's got this huge relationship with Cat going, I, I can't think of a good analog. Point being. <laughs> well, I, I would disagree that it's a huge relationship, but something was definitely building there. But isn't there a precedent for him kind of playing the hero in the comics most recently? Oh, sure. I'm thinking Forever Evil. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I agreed. Yeah, I totally agreed. And I think that there's, there's an arc that could do that. I mean, they obviously had... Uh, I felt like they were setting up something in his dynamic with Barry, especially with this whole like, you go, you do your thing. I'm going to try to stop you, but you can't kill. They, they could have played with that. I, I If they do resurrect him and it would have to be literally re- resurrecting him or giving him some like at the last minute of wormhole opened up and such. Uh, but but if they do get him back, I like the idea of a, a cold that needs to shake this. Like I've been a hero too long. I need to reestablish myself and come in almost as kind of a godfather of crime in central city and be something of a big bad. I I, I would love to see that kind of story arc happen with cold. He yeah, absolutely, he absolutely oh, could be a big bad, but the, my only thing is since they haven't had him be that he wasn't going to be this year. Anyway, as soon as they thought up zoom cold was never going to be the big bad because while he's a great villain as a from a power standpoint, he's just not on that level. So they weren't going to have him be the big bad. No, agreed. Not and you're right. In terms of like a toe to toe with Barry, yeah, definitely. But like I said, if they had him as a Godfather esque person with kind of controlling the strings, uh, that that's the where I feel of like the, rogues. the leader of the rogues. That's yeah, where. I, that, 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 yeah, I think that would be cool. That's where his strength lies. But, uh, but I, yeah, I definitely agree. I would love to see the full on rogues come together with him as part of it, and I think it'd be kind of cool to see him interact with Flash. And have someone like the Adam stand up for him. Yeah, what is up with uh, Legends of Tomorrow? Like at the very tail end, where Adam is the getaway driver in a freaking crime. <laughs> like <laughs> that happens. <laughs> well, they had established earlier this kind of weird connection between Heatwave and Adam. No, I and got that. Was that. Just playing off on that. I got the emotional, but, but there is still kind of like a you know. Let, let's just pull back here. It's the same thing they did with um uh with. Uh, Jax being the getaway driver for Heatwave and Captain Cold when they were pulling a heist. It's like, <laughs> if, if wait, can we, like, I get the whole character dynamics and relationships and there's kind of a thing going on there, but is a hero really about to be the getaway driver in a crime? Like that, that did happen. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, Legends of Tomorrow is a, is a wacky, weird show and, and I'm, I'm totally fine with it being what it is. Although I do want some of my characters back. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Well, anyway. it sounds like next year you're probably going to get him at least Captain Cold. Now, Heat Wave, he's still up in the air. Yeah. Well, I thought, no, he's, didn't they kind of, he well, was the he's one back, that, but they, uh, Wentworth Miller is the only one they've said is guaranteed to appear in multiple episodes not, or multiple shows, not counting the mega crossover. Okay. Because story-wise, they did say very specifically that um, that Mick was the one that sent the uh, sent the dude, uh, our, our man from the Justice League or Justice Society. Yeah. We'll get him on Legends for sure. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. I'm I'm looking forward to more Wentworth Miller. I just hope that it's, I just, I, I, I don't like the idea that we've got like a character whose ending we've already seen. Like it works for Eobard because Eobard, 
but <laughs> I don't need that with anybody else other than Eobard. But that's that's just me. Good good conversation, man. I'm glad that you jumped on. Any other uh, kind of thoughts from the season? Uh, overall, I really liked it. I know people were not quite as high on it as they were season one, but I thought it ended in a fantastic spot. And just to plug it out there, I was on the last Suicide Squad cast episode and we talked about it pretty in depth. Oh yeah, man. Suicide Squad cast. Big shout out. Love the Suicide Squad podcast. In fact, we've, uh, uh, promoted it out for, uh, for the, uh, uh, Batman v Superman, where uh, <laughs> we we had different thoughts, which is fine, and that's uh, that's okay. It's good to get some different thoughts around, and in terms of what DC is doing, uh, but both on the big screen and the small screen, definitely. All right, man. Thanks. Appreciate you uh, tuning in. Uh, thanks for listening, man. Thanks, guys. Oh, and I lost Bell. <laughs> I did so good. I kept him on for the actual call in. Let me get him back in. If y'all would like to call in, the uh, lines are open, so feel free to. Uh, call in again. Disconnect number one. Potisteri on air is the uh, is the actual username. Yeah, Bell. Sorry that um, we kind of dominated that one between Bertek and myself, but we had a back and forth on uh, Facebook earlier. Um, but but what did your thoughts? You know, uh, kind of high level in, in terms of Captain Cold and how he's been handled on the DC TVU. Rentek, he brought up a good point about uh, it, it's it's nice to see thirteen episodes of Captain Cold versus two or three, uh, like we may have gotten on Flash, but uh, at the same time. It's his interactions with Barry that I thought were so cool uh, in season one and stuff like that. So uh, I'm sad that he died. But, you know, as B in the chat kind of pointed out, Barry just erased 16 years worth of stuff. So technically nobody died. <laughs> well, you know, that's an interesting conversation. You know, we, we, we barely scratched the surface last episode about what the implications of uh, of a flashpoint is. You know, uh, I I. I very rarely ever do this, but I, I did start listening. Uh, I kind of took the opportunity in the last couple of days to listen to some uh, Flash, other Flash podcast and some other uh, Arrow podcast and just trying to get a sense of what everybody's reaction was. And it's interesting because the 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 season finale of Air, Arrow was so lackluster and the season finale of Flash was so ground groundbreaking uh, that nobody, <laughs> it didn't matter what, what show you were talking about, everybody was talking about The Flash. And I think there was a desire on everybody's part for Flashpoint to have this kind of massive cross-show implication that I just don't think is going to happen. I think what we're going to see is we're going to spend time with Barry and his kind of personal timeline, uh, experiencing the Flashpoint, and then you know ultimately fixing it after a couple of episodes so that it does not really impact anybody whatsoever. Um, there's so also like a two to three episode kind of flashpoint, well, or I, I would hope more than that, but yeah, my, my expectation is two to three episodes. My hope is for maybe half a season. Um, now I also, you know, have said before, I, I think that, um, you know, a lot of people think that flashpoint equals uh, new 52 and that is certainly not the case. And I don't think that you can go, uh, I don't, I don't think you should be going into this with the understanding that once Barry gets back fixing whatever he did in the flashpoint, that there's going to be this major universe set. I mean, look, look at what's going on in the comics right now. They're, they're having to undo the new 52, um, ladies and gentlemen, Wally West is back and, and he's, and he's going to fi- he's going to fix the DC universe and it's all going to be great. So there you go. Daniel, you're live with flash TV talk. How's it going guys? Hey brother. Howdy Daniel. Oh, you're both here. Great. Yep. I didn't <laughs> yeah, mess it up. I didn't get disconnected. It's, it's a miracle. <laughs> I was well, just we'll checking. See that. if that actually holds up for the rest of the call. No, <laughs> That's I'm, true. Yeah. I'm on top of things, man. Uh, welcome to flash TV talk, man. Uh, Hey, how you doing tonight? What'd you think of the season? thought it was a great season um you know i I didn't think it was as strong as the first season but that's just because eobard thon by uh, tom kavanaugh was 
one of the best TV villains I've ever seen. Oh my gosh. Can you believe they killed him off in that season two? Do you think he's coming back? Do you think we will actually get uh, Tom Cavanaugh as Eobard Thawne uh, in, in this coming season? Well, we got flashpoints, so anything's possible, really. Well, the thing is, with a flashpoint, I mean, I was even thinking about it, and, and this is something kind of interesting. Technically speaking, Eobard and Thawne, like the, the Eobard from the pilot, is from the flashpoint timeline, right? Correct. Because if, if, if Barry's mother never dies, then technically, if all goes according to plan, uh, Harrison Wells will create the particle accelerator, Barry will become the Flash several years in advance, and then you know create the scenario in which Eobard hates him and comes back to kill his parents. So we're technically, even though we've been referring to it as the quote-unquote Flashpoint par- uh, timeline, technically the Flashpoint timeline is the original timeline. I, I disagree with that. Really? Well, yeah, just because... um. If you kind of look, I'm sorry if I'm going to pull in some old comic book history. Do it. Do it. This <laughs> is right, the place. So, all right. So from, you know, when Barry Allen was introduced in 1956, I believe, until 1986 when or 85 when he died in crisis, mm. um, Barry's parents were alive. Right. Both of them were alive the entire time. So that's really the prime timeline, which I think is what you see in the show where Thawne then goes back in time to kill Barry's mom or kill Barry and then ends up killing Barry's mom. That creates the show's timeline going forward. And then when you see in the season one finale where the flash tells our flash, no, don't save her. That's the flash. We're going to see at the end of this flashpoint situation saying, don't, don't do it. I think, I think you're absolutely right there, but I will tell you this, man, I, I, I don't disagree with you, but what I, what I'm saying is, um, that, that, you know, again, a flashpoint using that term almost kind of as semantics. I mean, technically speaking in the original timeline is one where Barry's parents never died. Correct. Oh yeah. Correct. So in this situation, uh, that's, that's essentially what we're going to get when Barry goes back in time to save his mom, he's resetting to the original timeline, uh, that Eobard originated from. Kind of, but not really. But kind of, right? <laughs> well, well, yes, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm kind of agreeing right. with you, but I'm kind of disagreeing with you. I'll take because, it. Because Barry became the Flash regardless of his parents lived or didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happens in Flashpoint, essentially, is Barry travels back in time recklessly and emotionally. And in doing so, he messes with the timeline so much, he ends up not becoming the Flash where originally, regardless of whether his parents lived or died, sure, he becomes the Flash. Sure, so in, in the comics. That's what, that's, that, that, right. That's where I'm kind of agreeing with you, but I'm kind of disagreeing. But it's it's semantics, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. In the comics, that's exactly the case. But here, they've been telling kind of a, a bit of a different story. I've, oh, I've seen yeah, some people think that, you know, uh, so, so here's a question. And I'm, this is what I've been kind of thinking through lately. Barry goes back in time at the end of season two, we see him change, you know, change the future past, right? We see, or I guess at this point, this past past, but we've seen him change the events of the pilot so that, you know, his mom lives and he stopped Eobard. We see him look and see the him from the end of season one. And that him fades away, implying that the timeline is being changed as he's making these moves. So here's the question. Will the Barry that went back in time to make these changes actually fade away and us return to a timeline in which we're dealing with a Barry who doesn't even realize what changes he himself has made? Did you follow me there? <laughs> well, I, I, I follow you. I don't think we're going to actually see how that happens on the show. I feel like we're going to start season three just 
you know, following the day of regular Barry Allen. And then he realizes suddenly he doesn't have his powers. Um, very similar to the Flashpoint comic, which interesting, or which, you know, I'm I can see you know people being upset. Oh, how how is this not being explained? But at the same time, you know, we're dealing with a show that has been very uh, liberal with the rules of science and uh, and time travel <laughs> and time travel <laughs> and everything else. So. They keep on changing their own rules, and that's that's been a, it's been a bit of a frustration. Except for the fact that I feel like on Flash. It's not that they've broken their rules. It's just that they've made addendums to them. You know what I mean? But, but they well, evolved. They them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they, they evolved them, right? Because originally, you know, he went back in time and there were no time replicants because he was going back in time and returning at the exact same time. So when we started seeing these, you know, time remnants and things like that, that's because he wasn't going back. Uh, he wasn't leaving and returning at the exact same time. That, that, that's what Zoom explained in season two. And that's the kind of addendum that they added onto there is that you can time travel correctly by leaving and returning at the same time. But he hadn't been doing that. That's why I got the time race after him when he went after Hartley uh, or to get Eobard to teach him how to run faster. And, you know, that's that's how, of course, Jay was using all of his time replicants to just kill them for whatever reason. <laughs> you know, I am, I am starting to re- realize the fact that since Eobard went back in time and changed the timeline, he then, uh, he, he himself didn't get erased from the timeline, which means that, that theoretically perhaps our Barry that travels back in season, uh, it, you know, at the beginning of season three may actually either, he may be trapped in the past. Uh, but I doubt it. Yeah. I, I for story that. purposes, I doubt it now. You know, time travel rules that that would make some sense, and it gets back to my original question, right? Is is uh, Eobard thought like will we see? Are we going to see H H Geobard? Are we going to see Eoblond? Which one are we going to see in terms of this interpretation of uh, of thought? I feel like we're going to see Eoblond. Yeah, probably I think so, so, right? Too. Yeah, but we will I mean, see she's the one that's there. We but, we we saw that in the in the, um last season in the episode. Who is Harrison Wells? Right, it's Eobland in the in the family house. Yeah, but the question is, is like once that you know, is he going to go off and find? My guess is that he will not go off and find Harrison Wells, and that we will actually be dealing with the actual Earth One Harrison Wells, who we have ever only ever seen in that one flashback <laughs> episode. Right, which is great because it gives Tom Cavanaugh a chance to yet again play a different version of Harrison Wells. Yeah, so this will be so he's yeah, played I- the uh, he's played he's played this Harrison Wells before he's played H G Abard, which was technically E Thon, and he's played Harrison Wells of Earth Two. So this is actually technically a return to uh, the the Harrison Wells he played in that one flashback scene. Right. Yeah, and I would love if this is like a running kind of thing that they do every season where they have Tom Cavanaugh play a different version of H.G. Wells. Like, I would love that. Uh, who Who is Harrison Wells this time? Is he Earth 2? Yeah. Is he Earth 1? Now it's Earth 1. Technically, I guess this is a fourth version because it's Earth 1, but it's Earth 1 during a Flashpoint timeline. So that is different yeah. from when we see. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, or I guess So, Daniel, I have a question version. for you. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so, you know, you, you, you seem to have some comic book knowledge. And uh, so in some. Flashpoint... Yeah. <laughs> so in Flashpoint, we know that uh, or, uh, when Barry wakes up in the Flashpoint universe and he doesn't have his powers and he's wondering what's going on, like the revelation that's made there. And of course, this is spoilers for Flashpoint if you haven't read it or seen it. Mm-hmm. But the, the revelation that he makes there is that, uh, you know, he thinks it's reverse Flash. who's behind all of this. But it turns out that it was him. He went back in time and selfishly wanted to save his mother or whatnot. Uh, this season, though, we see Barry go back and make that decision at the very first. Do you think that's going to impact 
how they tell a flashpoint story when when the audience knows the twist that it's Barry who changed everything uh, right off the bat. Do you think that's going to change how they would pre- present that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you've, you're fundamentally changing the perspective of the story, so it's impossible to tell it the same way now. Um, you know, I think. What that do you if, think they'll do to change that to 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 uh, make up for that? I think instead they'll just you know gradually peel back the layers and show you know that this world needs the flash that Barry needs to be the hero that he was before and he'll then you know with that realization he will do whatever he can to get his powers back and restore the timeline i think that's probably the direction they're going to go with it just because it doesn't make sense for them to be like oh well was it reverse flash to change the timeline no, because we, we know it's Barry that changed it. So yeah, yeah. there's no <laughs> point in having that mystery there. That's good. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that that's the challenge of telling things the way that they've told them. But but at the same time, perhaps that can make things fun in a unique way, right? We, we don't right. have the mystery, but we have the fun. And that's really what I've been kind of most looking forward to in terms of doing a Flashpoint slash Elseworlds type of story is getting kind of a a fresh take on characters, perhaps a fresh take on the world, you know, do crazy things because to some extent there's, you know, there's consequences in terms of the the character development of Barry, but there's not consequences on the world. Some people don't like that idea. I love that idea sparingly. And I think in this situation, it, it can be perfect. They can destroy half the planet. They can introduce characters they normally wouldn't have the rights to. They could do, you know, any, any number of insane things. And, and I think they should. And I really, that's, that's where I see the, the, the fun of flashpoint can be less about the less about the mystery. And and it's interesting because historically speaking, we have constantly gotten mysteries. Every single season has been kind of a, who is the man behind the mask type of, you know, story. I think it's in their best interest to do something very different. And I think what they're doing with uh, being able to tell the flashpoint, they, the way they're doing it gives them this opportunity. So let, let's, let's see what they do with it, but I'm, I'm excited. I, th- I think uh, a lot of the fun that we could have this season is have the season start off where you know things seem you know great on the surface, and then you discover throughout the course of the season. You know, I, I can see this actually lasting up into the crossover, and the crossover is where you know things get fixed essentially. Um, but we'll save that speculation for later, another podcast or something. Right, so man. basically Supergirl is going to amnesia kiss everybody. And <laughs> or no, she'll fly I, backwards. I, I, you know, no, but, um, <laughs> but, but like spoilers for the flashpoint comic series, if you know, anyone hasn't read it, um, you know, citizen cold is a big, is a big draw mm-hmm. to, to the flashpoint yeah. storyline. And as you read more of the tie in issues, you discover, you know, yeah, he's to the public. He's a hero. Um, you know, he, he stops bank robberies and <gasps> you know, everyone looks up to him, but, but really he's doing things behind the scenes for his own nefarious reasons. So Captain Cold, though, he's a public hero. He's still a bad guy. Right, right. He's still who he is at his core. You just, you just kind of made me, I, indirectly made me think of something. What, you know, we've been talking about how awesome would it be to see a Robert Queen as the arrow? What if Moira Queen was, uh, uh, Count Vertigo? Or, or like a dark archer or something. Uh, yep. I don't know if I could buy her as a dark archer. Well, or I, what if she was I like can't lady? Re- can't really buy Martha Wayne as a Joker either. That, but that, it happened. Fair point. <laughs> fair point. <laughs> Good. What if Moira Queen is the Joker and there's just no Batman? And no, it's just, she, no. She's just there. Too off the rocker. Too. I mean, the other thing they could do is actually have her be a, uh, a Deathstroke, right? Have uh, Moira Queen is kind of like a lady Deathstroke. 
Well, as long as they get Susanna Thompson back in one form or another, I'd be happy. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Because, you know, she bad. Oh, she she bad. (laughs) All right, man. Thanks so much for calling in. We appreciate it. Not a problem. Thanks for listening. Good work. All right, man. (laughs) All right. We got D Jenkins calling in, ladies and gentlemen. Daniel, man, how you doing tonight? Uh, Hey, how's it going? Man, thank you for calling in, brother. I'm going to try to mute my computer here real quick. Always a good decision. Yes, I think (laughs) think I'm in good shape. All right, man. Well, hey, season two, what'd you think? Uh, I was not as happy as the first two callers. I was pretty disappointed oh, yeah. with the season. Um, just in my mind, there's just too many plot holes. Um, uh, you know, I was, uh, I was pretty disappointed when they like revealed that, uh, you know, Jay Garrick was actually zoom. And I thought even the season finale had a couple of plot holes that I just, I just didn't care for. Uh, I thought the, I thought that the season had a lot of potential and I liked some of the stuff they did early on. Um, but I think once it got to uh, like the versus zoom episode, I was uh, pretty upset with it as a whole. You know, it's interesting. Like I mentioned before, uh, this is, this is uh, one of the few times that I've actually gone around and listened to a, a bunch of flash podcast and arrow podcast and, and the general consensus and even uh, on legends as well, there is kind of a general consensus that like somewhere about midway through the seasons of all of these DC TV shows, something seemed to change. It's like everybody was kind of building to one thing and then it kind of all fizzled out across the board. Now, in in my opinion, uh, you know, and we can agree to disagree here. I I do think that despite, yes, the plot holes that exist, I do feel like Flash was able to kind of stick the landing, whereas Arrow, uh, I think, stumbled, fell on its face pretty pretty hard. Again, my opinion. Um, But yeah, man, I I can totally understand where you're coming from. Uh, Let me ask you this. Uh, So of of the comics or or what was kind of your entry level into the Flashes uh, in, in terms of your fandom? Actually, it was the '90s TV show. Um, oh yeah, I was I was 10 years old at the time, and I uh, had a brother who was 19 who was really into the Batman movie, and um, I wasn't able to go to the Batman movie. Uh, parents wouldn't let me at that time, but uh, when the Flash came on TV, I got really into it, and it became my favorite show for that one year that it was on. Um, <laughs> but then I started collecting comics after that, and you know, discovered that Wally West was actually the Flash at that time, and he he really became you know, the flash that I grew up with and I continued collecting, you know, through college, but, uh, kind of fell off from collecting the comics, but I, I was very excited when I saw that the TV show was beginning and, uh, you know, been watching it pretty much every week, uh, you know, since last year. So John Wesley ship actually being a, a primary character and now actually the, the flash of, of earth three, uh, what are your thoughts there? Did that, did that kind of speak to you as a, as an old school nineties fan? You know, I, I think it, it's really cool. And I, I was, um, I, you know, I was hoping he would be Jay Garrick, you know, before season one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of wish I was more excited about it, you know, now that it's happened, because I almost feel like they backed their way into it. Um, you know, you mentioned how you think that um, potentially they they had one direction they were going in for the season, and then they, they kind of switched things up and went a different way. And I almost kind of feel like that's how they got to uh, John Wesley's ship being Jay yeah. Garrick is, yeah. is, you know, because of kind of flipping the script and, um, and they almost said, Hey, this is something that people want. How can we get there, but still keep it a secret? Um, so I don't know. I, I love the way he looked in the costume. I thought he looked really great. Um, but overall, I wish I would have been more excited when I saw it. Um, you know, we talk about the, the plot holes and, uh, you know, even in the season finale for me, like one of the, the, the plot holes that kind of bugged me was the time rates. Um, like we didn't really know, Ooh, I don't believe yeah. that the time rates were even after zoom until he told Joe at the beginning of that episode. And then, you know, just somehow later on in the episode, Barry knew to, to draw the time rates, uh, to zoom. And he somehow just assumed they would go after zoom and not him. And to me, I don't know, that was just hard for me to 
to accept. Yeah, the season finale, I mean, we even made mention of it on our on our review that, you know, in, in terms of kind of the, the quote unquote honest trailers approach to tearing that episode apart, they would have a field day with it. And you're right. That's certainly uh, you, you do have to kind of headcanon your way through some of those plot holes. But I will say this, the time wraiths, they, they did set up kind of this idea of if you start messing around with time the wrong way, if you're not careful, then this is kind of the repercussions. And I've actually been kind of wondering whose jurisdiction like trumps the other. Is it the time wraiths that kind of like, you know, like ver- time masters versus time wraiths who would win in, in a cosmic battle there? Yeah, and, and I'd love to be able to have like a, that discussion and actually come up with a logical answer. And I just don't feel like they, there's really a point to it, you know? Yeah, sure. <laughs> like, sure. like uh, I feel like uh, you know, the writers are just going to write whatever makes sense for the plot that they're trying to go for. Oh, this, um, you know, you're, there, there could be something to this. I think that, um, you know, that I've even seen a meme kind of flying around of, uh, of, uh, what is it, Rip Hunter, <laughs> like, like oh, grasping his head. Have <laughs> you seen this? Yeah. Like yeah, the, I don't think I don't think I've seen that. But. It, it says like basically at the end of season six, Barry returns back to that room where his mother died for like the twelfth time, and, and in the in the shadowy corner <laughs> is just Rip Hunter grasping his head with a migraine, saying no, no. You know, there's <laughs> That's there's good. another one I saw, and it's and it's Barry sitting there. He's like, oh, it's a nice timeline you got there. Be a shame if somebody were to change everything. <laughs> <laughs> nice, look, oh, man. I think but, Daniel, I, I got a question for you though. Okay, uh, sure. So you you mentioned that uh, you liked seeing uh, you know Jake Garrick, but you wish it had more impact. And uh, you know, you said that the the fans that was something that the fans wanted, so they kind of like figured out a way to do that. Do you think that uh, catering to a lot of the fan requests? hinders the story that they could tell or do you or, or do you appreciate that do you like that is it something you want to see more of or do you think it actually hinders that creative process for the uh, for the showrunners and kind of you know shoehorns them into doing stuff that they know people will like i don't know that's a tough question um obviously there's some things that i'd love uh, to see them do but then there's you know if they if they do it the wrong way then i'm upset and um right. I don't know. It's it's very tough um, because there's also the potential that if they just go their own way, that I won't be happy in that way. So, you know, it's it's just hard to say. I guess in just in general, I just want a good, clean story. I, I want uh, I want to enjoy the writing. I want to just uh, be able to sit back, relax, and not have to think too hard about it, and not have to uh, overlook you know the, the plot holes that that I think this season had in it. Um, so it's it's really hard to say, to be honest. I do think maybe this was kind of a, a overall learning season. I mean, they've they've you know the, this creative team has kind of spread them out out pretty thin. I mean, they've got uh, Supergirl, who's now kind of coming home, as it were, to the CW. Um, could be a great moment to kind of reassess. I don't think that we're looking at any kind of New Fifty Two reset by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, perhaps kind of a a a. a taking in some of the feedback, hopefully hearing some of the feedback that they're getting from uh, the various fan communities out there and, uh, and kind of going uh, from, from there. But I, I, I still see a, a ton of potential here. Um, you know, I think, uh, I think the creative license that they've, they've had is works when it's managed well. So let's, let's see what they do with it. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm not giving up on the show. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do, you know, next season. I'm looking forward to the potential of flashpoint. I, I actually really did enjoy the last few minutes uh, when he made that decision. I would say, I know you guys talked about this, you know, in, in the dinosaur episode, you know, he was riding that high and it seemed like he had finally come to grips with, with not saving his mother. And then he, he flipped, uh, there at the end. Uh, so that bugs me a little bit that, you know, his emotions kind of, you know, flip around so easily, but I, I do like the potential of him changing things and seeing where that leads. So I'm excited for next year. I will say this, man, the, the, the kind of the, the quote unquote flawed nature of, of him, you know, changing his, 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 uh, feelings kind of 
kind of quickly like that. You know, after, you know, me and Bell, we actually just recorded a, a review for uh, X-Men Apocalypse, and I, I won't spoil that movie at all if you haven't seen it yet, but um, there is a, a sequence that's kind of a, a follow-up sequence to the the Quicksilver scene that we got from uh, X-Men Days of Future Past, and you're reminded just how powerful a speedster can be, and and, and especially with someone like Barry and kind of the, the direct ties to kind of the, the, the god Mercury and, you know, the, almost the godlike nature of, of what... Um, that character can be, it, it, you know, having kind of that human element, having him um, take a while longer to mature than maybe even we as fans kind of want is probably actually a good thing. Because if he just if he just rushed into being this full fledged mature hero, then it's kind of like, oh, man, you know, trouble's over. <laughs> you know, well, you have to keep raising the stakes in order for it to be any sort of, you know, challenge to him. And the more you raise the stakes, the more, you know, immune to that viewers get right that the, mm-hmm. you know the more callous you get to seeing oh well i guess you know there here comes the new guy who's going to try to take over the world and and, and it just gets kind of you know repetitive yeah yeah absolutely. yeah I, de- I definitely appreciate you know c- good character development um and it I, I but i would say there is some concern when a, a character becomes really well developed and then they do things that are kind of um, counter to what they've established. Oh, um, yeah. I don't think I don't think necessarily that it was too far for Barry to go back, but it was just it was exciting to see him a couple episodes before that, um, kind of getting getting himself straight with what happened to his mother, and then to see him kind of drop right back down was was disappointing. I hear you, man. But uh, but I'm okay with it. Good stuff, man. Well, Dana, thanks so much for uh, for calling in and uh, listening to the show. Sure, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Bye, All right, brother. Thanks, man. Oh, and look at that. I, I hung up and I was able to keep hey, Bell on the I'm line. St- I'm still here. It's amazing. Nobody take a shot. <laughs> uh, I am. All right, man. We got Phil on the line. Phil, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Welcome to the show. So season two, what'd you think? I thought it was really good as not like a comic book person. So everything seemed better from um, like CGI was better. Um, Storyline kind of similar when Zoom wanted very speed or to go faster. Yeah, no, I mean there definitely is a uh, you know a similarity in terms of the motivations at least early on with the idea of pushing Barry to make him go faster, uh, which you know as as we kind of discussed tonight, it was almost like a, a plot line that almost kind of got dropped off about uh, mid to late way through the season. Um, but yeah, a little bit of a, a kind of a nod to what has come before. Uh, Zoom as a villain, you, you mentioned you're not a comic book guy, so this would be your first introduction to that character. Yes. So what was your thoughts kind of about like what what did you think of uh, of what we got from Zoom? I thought that they kept a really good mystery until, um, I think, until the reveals. Like, oh my gosh, that's the same guy that told us um, it's he's Jay Garrick. So, and then there's a long break, which made out a whole bunch of um, theories. And it's like, oh, he is Jay Garrick. So it wasn't really as <laughs> right. like shocking. Right. All right. So I'm curious about that. I mean, if so you, you offer kind of a, a good, unique perspective here, given the fact that you didn't have kind of pre-knowledge of these characters. Um, given that Jay Garrick, maybe the name didn't carry any weight with you, what was your feeling in the way that that story was handled? It was good. Is And then like I was listening to you guys, I said it was like confusing for um, like Hunter Zolomon's point of view story mm-hmm. versus when he talked about when he got struck by the particle accelerator in the electric chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, his, his origin story, of course, uh, being in the electric chair and, and something of a, 
underground explosion as opposed to an overground explosion. Uh, but what about the notion that that he took his persona from kind of somebody else from Earth three? I mean, obviously, you know, I, I mentioned on the podcast how perhaps for me that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, but only because I came into it with all the the baggage, if you will, from kind of having the comic book knowledge. Um, you know, for you, kind of seeing that on screen, did that play out? You know, did it like what did that mean for you, kind of when you when you got a chance to kind of see that play out? I thought it was uh, almost a almost like a cliche since we all saw mostly everyone's doppelgangers. Right, right. So they're like, hmm, where's where's Henry Allen doppelganger? Yeah, when he doesn't show up, it's you know it brings the question. It's like, well, they've shown everyone else's doppelganger. Why not? I mean, I guess they had the phone call with him, but uh, yeah, but it's, well, not technically. Technically, it was the phone call mentioned. with his wife. He was mentioned on the oh, phone. Oh, that's call. true. Yeah, 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 yeah. And actually, I was having a, a, a discussion with uh, Chill Cat on uh, on Twitter today, and they and, uh, they were talking about um, you know perhaps the Jay Garrick of Earth Two. We never actually got a chance to meet that. I argued that based on what our understanding is from the season is that Jay Garrick of Earth 2 is Henry Allen, just like the Jay Garrick of Earth 1 is Henry Allen. Because um, we know that Henry Allen is Barry Allen's father, the Barry Allen of Earth 2's father on Earth 2. Uh, therefore, there would be no other Jay Garrick other than Hunter Zolomon portraying Jay Garrick of Earth 2. Um, doppelgangers, man. Doppelgangers, additional Earths. A uh, little convoluted overall, but uh, you know, what did you think in terms of dealing with multiple Earths? Were you able to, to follow it pretty well? Um, yeah, it was... It was cool seeing like a different like universe of ours. There's like futuristic, but then again, past um, technology. Like retro future, like, right? I liked the retro future. I I, yeah, I love that I stuff, cool. man. Of course, I'm I'm now wondering if we're going to end up seeing retro future, like if, what, like if we're going to see a different. You know, will we see an Earth three in the future? Now that the the Jay Garrick that we're spending time with now is is a Jay Garrick of Earth three, or is Jay Garrick of Earth three going to get trapped on Earth two with uh, Harrison Wells of Earth two not being able to send him back to Earth three? Hmm. Yeah, I know it gets confusing and convoluted. <laughs> and my guess is, <laughs> my guess is we probably won't be dealing with multiple Earths for a, a long time, uh, given that we, you know, it, it's good to have a, a fresh a reason for the, for the villain to be doing whatever his villainous things are. And you know who that villain might be. We, uh, we don't know yet, but, uh, we will find out soon. Uh, man, just gotta get, just gotta get him to run faster. That's all. (laughs) That seems to be the case. Phil, any other uh, thoughts on season two? It's kind of disappointed on how Chantel only had like half the season. Patty Spivet. You know, know, there's so many hiatuses that, uh, it, I, I, after what was that? I guess the mid-season hiatus when when Patty sort of leaves, you know, there's like a month and a half without Flash, and by that time she was kind of out of my memory. But like I loved her being on the show. I thought she was great, and uh, you know, I, I loved the angle of you know her being the love interest kind of thing. And uh, you know, I was batty for Patty, and then yeah, just just having to have a season was kind of a shame because I thought she was great. Well, you know, she'll be back. I hope so. She'll be back. Hopefully, cameo. Well, yeah. We'll see. We'll definitely see. Well, Phil, man, thanks so much for calling in, and uh, thank you for listening. You're welcome. Thanks, guys. All right, brother. Good night. See you, man. Do you see who's in the chat right now? Um, Netflix. Netflix, eh? From DCUO, the Jay Garrick that like completely trashed us during our uh, our <laughs> live streaming. <laughs> oh, Jay, what is up, man? <laughs> yeah, I I think Netflix should call in, but we'll take uh, whoever wants to call in. That we'll we'll do one last final call. 
uh, for this particular call-in episode. Uh, thanks so much for everybody who, of course, is tuning in live here at Mixler.com slash Pottery for the call-in show. Uh, while we're waiting, man, just uh, want to let everybody know, during the hiatus, as it were, we will be doing some uh, live streaming at twitch.tv slash panel to screen. Love to have you join us from time to time. Bell, I actually kind of thought what might be kind of a fun um, fun thing to do is maybe do like a one episode where we pitch kind of an approach to maybe some characters that we've yet to see on the, uh, on the television show. So like maybe do kind of a special, not even a full episode, just kind of a special, like how would they approach a uh, mirror master if you were, or how would they approach, you know, a, a cobalt blue if you were or something of that nature. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. By the way, I created a character on DCUO called cobalt red. You showed him to me. He's a red lantern, right? He's a, yeah. It's Malcolm Thon as a red lantern and he's awesome. That's awesome. It's freaking awesome. Cause he's got a sword and it's, it's just, it's so awesome. And I've even been thinking about it. You know, if they did like a cobalt red storyline in the comics, it would give them a, an excuse for Barry to get a blue la- a lantern ring again, which would just be incredible. All right. So we oh, got, yeah. we got a call in right now from someone named Frosty, which I don't see in the chat. Uh, so if this ends up being something inappropriate, then I apologize. <laughs> Wait, is this Netflix? Yeah. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me get let me get Bell down. Because of course I lost Bell. Because that's that's what we do on this show. We we lose Bell. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have from the world the, the, we've talked about the Jay Garrick of Earth One. Uh we've talked about the Jay Garrick who is Henry Allen. We've talked about the Jay Garrick of Earth Two. We've talked about the Jay Garrick of Earth Three. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got the Jay Garrick of the DC Universe Online. <laughs> <laughs> we we know him as Netflix. We now also know him as Frosty. Uh, brother, what do we call you? Just Netflix. <laughs> Netflix will work. Uh, man, yeah. season two, brother, what'd you think? Um, it was, I say it was slightly depressing. It did kind of end on a little bit of a down note, right? I mean, there is, you know, the, the whole kind of running back to reset the world. I, mean, I even talked about it. Barry went into the season finale with a death wish. And there is kind of like a Leroy Jenkins, I don't know what's going on, nor do I care. Whatever happens, happens. Nature to resetting the timeline. And uh, and yeah, that, that certainly followed him in there. Now, let me ask you this. Um, this uh, the series overall, I mean, obviously, you're, with your, your DCUO character being uh, strongly based off of Jay Garrick, I would imagine that you, you had a lot of com- comic book knowledge going in. Uh, not really. No. Oh, really? Okay. So what, what was your introduction to The Flash? Um, just from the TV show. I mean, when I started playing DC Universe, I knew about somewhat the Flash, playing the episodes from the game, and then when I saw the TV show, that's when I decided to, you know, learn more about the Flash. Oh wow! So is is DC Universe Online was that kind of your first introduction to DC Comics? Yeah. Oh, awesome, man! That's so cool. I, I know they would take. <laughs> I know the folks over there would take uh, would take great pride in, uh, in 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 knowing that. So that's awesome. Obviously, you know, being a gamer and everything else, and kind of engaging with the character. The 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 fun thing about that game is that they kind of introduce the power set a little bit differently uh, than than how it appears in the comics. However, the television show kind of takes some of the electricity power set in terms of giving Barry the ability to throw his lightning, which. Correct me if I'm wrong, Bell, but I don't think that's something that we've really seen in the comics all that much. The throwing lightning? Yeah, I mean, we've gotten that in the television series where he kind of rounds up and runs around and then tosses his lightning at the bad guy. But I don't remember ever reading a comic where he does that. I don't think I've seen him do that. I mean, there's... you know, and the whole flying with his arm twirling thing. I don't think he's done that in the comics either, right? Well, no, the, the the flying, no, but I mean, he's... They did that in Justice League Unlimited. We definitely got a chance to see him do that once. But uh, no, I don't recall that ever actually happening in the uh, 
in the comics, but I am sure that it has at some point. Now, uh, now Netflix, Matt, so, uh, so you said the season overall kind of depressing. What are you kind of hoping for going into season three? Well, while I was watching it, when I noticed um, Zoom was taken away, I noticed his suit changed. It was like red. So mm. I'm, I'm waiting for the Black Flash. Man, that's coming. I, you know, I, I doubt, given the fact that, um, you know, we've we've spent so much time with this character in season two. My guess is that Black Flash is not going to be like a a season long villain, but I can definitely, I would be shocked if we did not see at least one, if not kind of a two parter with the Black Flash coming into play. Exactly. Now, I do think you that would be really cool to see? Do you think you know it, it all happened as he was being? carried off by the time wraiths do you think that like black flash is going to be tied to whatever the time wraiths are possibly it's like it right you know the 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 whole you know dead looking ratty costumes like time ravaged appearance and Mm -hmm. and they kind of do the same thing to him uh maybe it'll be something where uh time wraiths when they catch people they turn them into time wraiths but since (gasps) he was so you know this is the first speedster they caught or something and then so now He's going to become the 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 the, the Black Flash because of that, because of his connection to the Speed Force. Interesting. So, do you think? I didn't think about the fact that Time Wraiths could have actually at one point been people. I guess I didn't really think about what they what you know what their origin for them are. But do do you start off as a Black Flash and then eventually just de- deteriorate into becoming a Time Wraith? Well, I think that. Uh, <laughs> The time race and the, and the Black Flash are different. Like when when they 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 turn other people maybe into time race, but they couldn't do that to to uh, Zoom because he was a speedster. Uh, I don't necessarily think they're connected to the Speed Force per se, and maybe uh-huh. that's why he was different. Maybe that's why he didn't. Uh, you know, his costume changed and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. I don't. He know. wasn't. He wasn't here. connected to the Speed Force. I mean, he was only connected because he stole it from Barry. What if this? What if time wraiths are what remains from people who try to tap into the Speed Force and fail? Like, what if like trajectory is now a, a, a time wraith? Ooh, yeah. Did I just blow your that mind? <laughs> <laughs> it could happen it could happen uh so yeah so black flash definitely hoping to see that kind of play into season three any other speculation or, or kind of hopes of what you want to see in season three netflix um well i just want to see how the hell flash is going to get his powers back yeah well you know so we talked about this course with the idea that that in the world in which um you know eobar doesn't take over for uh for harrison wells Harrison does create the particle accelerator that is going to create the flash, but that was what he said 15 years into the future at that point. And he wanted to speed up the time or something of that nature. I need to go back. See, this is, this is the beauty of uh, a time travel show. Every single episode that comes before is relevant. We have to go back and and rewatch some of those uh, episodes. I think it was the the man in the yellow mask where we actually got a chance to see the origin story of Eobard Thawne and, uh, and find that out. So I have to check that out and see, but yeah, good stuff. All right, well, Netflix, any other final thoughts before we let you go tonight? No, that's that's it. All right, man. Thanks for calling in and thanks for uh, for letting us uh, <laughs> thanks for letting us have a a small chance at beating you. <laughs> no problem. All right, brother. See you online soon, though. Yeah, I'm always online. All right, man. We'll see you at the next meetup. Great, great calls tonight. So overall, the consensus kind of seems to be that, um, you know, this like, you know, like we said last week, this is a polarizing season. Obviously, the 
Um, some of the decisions seemed a little bit kind of back and forth throughout the entire season. Overall, though, great fodder for stories of the future. We got Black Flash on the horizon. We got Flashpoint on the horizon. Um, I think that, uh, you know, how, how Eobard is and will play into this is really interesting. I think everybody's excited to potentially see a, a return of Harrison Wells, the actual Harrison Wells, not H.G. Eobard, not Harrison Wells of Earth 2, but, you know, the, the, the person that we've only experienced in flashbacks. And so seeing what uh, Tom Kavanaugh does with that character, I got to tell I hope they're playing, paying Tom Kavanaugh like overtime. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> especially if they're like, all right, Tom. Now we're gonna we're gonna give you the premise here for season three. Now, bear with me. Bear with me. We want you to play the same guy but different. <laughs> Again? Yes, yes, yes. Just 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 hold on. This is the original version of yourself from season one before your other self killed you and took over your body. Right, right, right. Before that other person who you were playing did that. Yes. No, that that's great. No, I I love it, man. Tom Kavanaugh, you know, he's he's one of the best actors on television uh, right now, and I, I defy anybody to to make a case otherwise. I mean, he's done a fantastic job playing uh, unique takes on this character, uh, and then also, you know, completely different characters in the case of H.G. Bard. I tell you what, man, we got one last caller who is making it in in the uh, in the twilight hours of this episode. So let's go ahead and pull him in uh, on the line right now. We got Will Benson. Will, how you doing? Lieutenant tonight? Mindcrime. Lieutenant Mindcrime. How you doing tonight, man? Good. How are you guys? I'm doing well, and of course I lost Bell because that's that's how I do it. That's okay. I took an anticipatory shot. <laughs> that'll that'll work, man. Season two. What'd you think? I thought it was all right. I I kind of am agreeing with some of the people out there that are saying they they changed gears. I think they pulled an Armageddon 2001 on us. I Ooh, think they thought yeah. we all hip to Henry Allen being Zoom, and they they just changed it up, and they tried to shoehorn you know, sears into that role. I don't think they had that intended all the way through. Yeah, it, it is interesting. It, it's, it's fun trying to kind of piece it together. And, uh, and, and I think you're right. You know, it's, it's one of these things. I always try to take the approach of regardless of what the intention is and what was done, what we see on camera is canon. So whether or not it, right. it seems like it fits, we have to try to kind of mind, mind canon our, our way around it. And, uh, you know, I think this is hopefully a learning season overall, um, but I do think that there's uh, some good fodder for what's to come. Uh, what what was uh, your opinion on on um, you know John Wesley Ship at the at the tail end being the Jay Garrick that we're going to continue to spend time with? I gotta admit, I I kind of wanted him in the old like 1991 Flash costume. Yeah, like, forget forget the helmet or put the helmet on him, like make him look like Kingdom Come. But I mean, there just would have been something cool about seeing him like in the old, you know, cause I'm wicked old. So <laughs> I like to watch that when I was still a teenager and anyway, but, uh, you know, just seeing him in that old gear kind of would have been cool. I didn't mind the new thing, but it, it kind of feels like they don't know exactly what to do with them. Well, you know, you know it, it's like, I thought about it as we, as we were kind of getting closer and I was starting to be of the mindset that perhaps, you know, it was going to be John Wesley ship in the iron mask. My thought was, well, maybe earth three, but an earth three Barry Allen. So basically right. the idea is that, you know, and, and on, on his earth, um, you know, instead of calling him Henry, maybe it's Henry Barry Allen or, or rather Henry Bartholomew Allen. And they just called him Barry, in which case, you know, basically that the nineties flash is the earth three flash. And, and that could potentially be where it all uh, plays in. Um, you know, I would have loved that. You know, this is a, you know, shoehorn, I think is a fair, fair word when it all kind of plays out. But I, I gotta say, man, I've been looking the last couple of days at screenshots of, of John Wesley ship and in, in the Jay Garrick, uh, get up, um, be it Jay Garrick of earth three, but still, 
I, I, he does. It's growing on me, man. He he fills out that suit and he does make for he, he, he's got the jawline for it. You know what I mean? Yes, totally. Totally agree with it. And I mean, you knew Henry Allen was going to die. I mean, he was like a 1970s TV detective when he's like, I went and bought a boat and I retired tomorrow. Oh, when he said he's staying home, he's never <laughs> leaving again. I'm like, yep. He's going to die. <laughs> hey, by the way, this is kind of a, a, a weird side tangent, but uh, I just got an Apple watch that we've been testing a uh, satchel on and uh, right. so it activated Siri while I was just talking right now. And so I, I just told Siri and I was starting to be of the mindset that Brad was going to be dumb as a ship in the iron mask. My thought was, well, maybe earth three <laughs> and Siri's response was after all I've done for you. Uh, <laughs> I love Apple Watch. Yeah, if you need a beta tester. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so, no, no doubt. No doubt. Um, yeah, I, man. I had a question, though. Like, do we think, though, that Barry, older Barry now, are they going to pull a flashpoint and have him wake up one morning and be like, oh, look, it's 21st century. Yay. Or is are we going to have old Barry stuck 30 years or, you know, 20 years ago? having to try to give himself the powers with technology, you know, way in the past. See, the thing is, is that, you know, Barry, Barry Allen getting stuck in the past would be kind of a nice, uh, almost kind of a twist on the season one plotline where Eobard was stuck in the past. Right. You know, so many people thought that perhaps uh, Harrison Wells was a Barry Allen of the future who's been stuck in the past or something of that nature. And, um, you know, with there being kind of a similar look there, it'd be an interesting storyline. It would fit in terms of time travel and what we've gotten before, but we also know that they're kind of constantly making addendums and additions and, and, and how their time travel works. My guess is story wise is that we will pick up with a Barry Allen, uh, who wake, you know, who basically wakes up, has no memory of season one and season two has no memory of being the flash, but maybe just feels like something is off, you know, and maybe it's him trying to figure out, what is off? Why, why does the world feel differently? You know, where, where, where's the red and the blue pill, right? (laughs) Right. You know, and here comes Cisco going, wait, no, you're destined for more. (gasps) What if actually, what if it's not Cisco? (laughs) What if it's freaking Eobard? What if Eobard is actually the hero that's like, no, 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 Barry, you did this. We, we need to stop you from doing this so that we can go, you know, set the world back. What if Eobard in, in this Flashpoint world where, you know, theoretically Robert Queen is the arrow, Captain Cold is a hero. What if Eobard ends up being the hero that saves the day that resets us back on, you know, uh, season one, two and, and beyond? Well, I think that was part of Flashpoint and even Flash Rebirth to an extent. Yeah, but, eh, but I don't know, man. Eobard was always kind of the villain, even in the... Yeah. Even, you know, he was the one that kind of wanted things to be twisted and messed up. But but at the same time, I'm saying here, maybe Eobard, and I'm I'm thinking Eoblons, not the uh, not the Tom right. Cavanaugh Eobard. Leitner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe he is actually the one that, um, you know, convinces that Barry that he, you know, of what's going on, finds a way to get him the powers and run, Barry, run, go fix the timeline. And there you go. That's not a bad thought. Could be. There's so many it different directions be. they can take with it. I think a lot of people have expectations based on the comic, but you know they they've got they've got a history of doing their own thing, which at right. some point sometimes has been amazing and sometimes has fallen flat. I think they're set up for a great storyline here. I'm looking forward to it. Um, me too. Let me ask you this. You know, obviously, what we got this season uh, with 
Um, you know, uh, Teddy Sears being kind of a, a Zoom, Jay Garrick of Earth 2, and the Black Flash. We've got one character portraying, or one actor portraying uh, three characters in one. Uh, what was your thoughts? He's our holy trinity. No, sorry. <laughs> <Our> unholy trinity. <laughs> Even considering this was an evil Jager. Uh, right. Yeah. What did you, th- I mean, like, you know, are you, are you thinking that they may do this in the future with kind of combining characters? Yeah, I, I do. I mean, I'm steeped in, I mean, dude, I, I'll go all the way back to 85 do like, it. when it comes to flash lore. I mean, I was all Wally, you know, I Barry Allen, the whole nine. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that, I think that's exactly what they're doing. And I think they, you know, I've kind of asked in the room all season long. I'm like, well, why in the world does his suit look like Barry's? And if they were going to make it in the Black Flash, that explains it. You know, if they were like, well, that's the whole reason they did it. So I, I think he is. I think he's going to come back as a Black Flash. I mean, they kind of combined Jesse Quick, you know, with, you know, in some ways, I kind of saw a little bit of uh, Wally West's daughter there. You know, the same oh, kind of yeah. attitude. And, yeah. <laughs> you Definitely. know, so, I mean, they've been kind of doing that all along. And I think they're just going to keep trying to find different characters to combine, you know, H. Geobard with. Personally, I'm going to lay this out here right now. This is, I'm going to call the shot. H. Geobard, season three or season four, Mirror Master. Just going to throw that out there. That uh, Tom Cavanaugh is going to be the Mirror Master. So Tom Cavanaugh is going to portray Mirror Master. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll, uh, we got your mark down for it. <laughs> You know, I, I love the idea of Mirror Master being a, a big bad of the season. And, and you know, to some extent, maybe there's a, I don't know if missed opportunity is the right word, right word for it, but they, they, they could have done something with Mirror Master and multiple Earths, you know, oh, yeah. in terms of his power set. Um, you know, I, I think that uh, they could really do that character in a unique way. It's interesting that of all the top tier rogues, he's the one that hasn't come up yet. And it could be just that his power set doesn't quite work in what they want to tell or it could be that they're saving him for something big i actually think it's more more um dollars and cents than that somebody has to pay for firestorm which <laughs> no one wants but oh man yeah no yeah, oh they, don't get me started on lunches they, they don't have to pay for firestorm <laughs> but uh, but we got him so there we go. got him yeah <laughs> you know and i definitely would look i mean after reading like you know, rebirth. There's a part of me too that wants to see a redheaded Wally show up. Mm. I don't know why. I know it'll be confusing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, redheaded Wally showing back up in, in rebirth. <laughs> it makes sense, but you know, this yeah. is this is its own universe. I know. And uh, and the other thing too is, I mean, gosh, the way they have told the West family has worked out so well. That, I agree. You know, and I know that uh, you know we've we've got this new Wally West. We've got an actor who's coming into the show who's you know, uh, surrounded by more well-established actors at this point and characters that we've gotten to know, you know, Wally, Wally, uh, anyone stepping into the, the Wally West shoes has got a lot to live up to in terms of who that character is, but also because, you know, the, the West family has been such a, a major impact into the series as a whole, but I got faith, man. Right. I think this kid's going to make a great Wally West. I think that, uh, we've got some fun stuff happening, but no, I think if, if all of a sudden we got uh, old Irish Wally popping in, uh, it would, yeah. it would be it would too be confusing. confusing. <laughs> Unless he was earth three, but and then, oh, you man. know, the only other thing is I think bell missed one step with Patty. She's going to come back as magenta. Oh, Francis really? Kane. Like, you- I, I don't know. I just kind of see her coming back and being like, the jilted villain. I don't know. I just kind of. Oh no, man! Too many people love Patty. You can't. You can't make her a villain. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just like making everybody upset. <laughs> well, then, then do you have any opinions on Felicity that you want to share before we let you go? <laughs> Felicity, Felicity will be the Black Canary. I mean, that's how they're going to. Oh fix my it. gosh! Do you think they're going to do that? 
Oh yeah, they already tried to make her Oracle. I mean, I I do. I no, think she works as make... Oracle. I thought that she did a yeah, good I job. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I agree, <laughs> but I I could see it. They're going to try to shoehorn, especially now that the comics is trying to line Black Canary back up with Ollie. Oh mm. well, we'll just give her the shouty thingy and put her in fishnets and put her outside. Oh man, I don't know. You know, at the end of Arrow, they did have her standing in front of uh, the red or the speedy costume. And, you know, right. I, I thought that maybe they might take her on an arc where she kind of becomes Artemis. That kind of made sense to me. I'd love to see that. Yeah. I mean, she needs some training. I've never right. fully understood how she ends up in a lot of these field missions. And I mean, I'll, I'll admit it. I don't watch, I don't watch Arrow anymore because they lost me after they killed Laurel. Um, I agree. But, uh, but yeah, you know, Let's let's see what they come back with. I think, like I said, uh, this was a this was a rough finale finality for uh, I think a lot of the seasons across the DC TVU. For in my opinion, Flash stuck the landing, even despite some of the plot holes that they were kind right. of uh, wrestling through. And uh, man, I <laughs> that finale, that that moment, the, the fact that we are going into Flashpoint, that's huge. They they wrote right. themselves a big check, but I think they can cash it. So, well, do you think? Last question. I know you got to go, but yeah, yeah. do you think by any chance? They may actually consider going to what a lot of people are saying out there of moving away from the season long big bad and going from like, you know, start of the season to say November or February sweeps with a big bad. And then from February to May with a sec, you know, like have it lead into a second story. Cause what's happening is halfway through the season where they're just kind of sitting in neutral. Even Flash did that for a couple episodes where it was just kind of, kind of just held. Yeah, nothing really happened. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you, man. I I for me, yeah, I think I I think that's the right approach. I think um, you know, I've even mentioned before with with what Netflix has been able to do. Not Netflix, who we just talked to, but Netflix, the actual company, uh, what they've been able to uh, to do in terms of uh, storytelling and and kind of condensing things down. Uh, it makes for better storytelling, and uh, you know, you you have less filler. Um, you know, there's, there's challenges that come with having kind of a, a smaller palette to work with, but I, I think that challenges are good. Challenges are where a lot of the, the best kind of stories come from. Limitations can be a really great thing in storytelling. And so I, I think, agree. I think by kind of shortening the amount of episodes they have, you know, if, if they were to do say the first half of the season being a flashpoint, uh, and then the last half of the season being something totally different, um, that can make for, for us getting two awesome stories as opposed to one, you know, either, either awesome story like in season one or, or, you know, kind of a, a controversial story, if you will, from season two. So yeah, I, I like that approach. All right. I really appreciate your time, man. Love the show and we'll miss you guys over the summer. Yeah, man. Thanks for listening and uh, be sure to tune into the Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash panel to screen. And uh, like I said, we, we might do an episode or two, but I don't want to make any promises. You guys <laughs> got to get a PS4, man. I got a PS4. Look, I got a PS4, man. I, I um actually, we got one over at the uh, the headquarters over at uh, over at my office. So. All right, cool. Yeah, because I mean, I'm playing DCUO there. I'm like, oh. I was playing DCO there. I actually maxed out two characters. Um, my, my, like all of my hero character characters are on PS4 and all of my villains are on, on Xbox. So I don't, I don't know if that's like some sort of subtle commentary on the companies, but, but there you go. And but, Bell wants you, if you check the chat, Bell would like you to buy him a PS4 and expense it. Oh, he's gotten, he's gotten spoiled. I, I, I oh, keep yeah. on telling him like, Oh, you need to get a new mic. That's fine. Just send me the bill. Oh, oh, you know, we need to get a couple of months of DCU. I'll expense it. No, no, no. I'm not buying you a PS4 buddy. Anyway, tax right off. Come on, man. Help the boy out. <laughs> well, thanks for calling in. Uh, let me go ahead and get Anytime, brother. Appreciate Have a good it, one.
Man, great call-in show. Got some great, uh, great thoughts from everybody. Like I said, it, it did overall. It seems like you know people had some different thoughts going into this season, and, and kind of with the way things landed, um, you know, I think that we've got some great things lined up for season three, and I'm excited for where it goes. And I think that regardless of where. Uh, people might might find find some of uh, the plot holes or, or things that may have rubbed them the wrong way. I think everybody has a lot of confidence that uh, season three is going to be strong. And the great thing is, season two, even with kind of uh, for all its flaws, it was not a bad season. Like it was still really good television. Yeah, you know, my only real complaint uh, was that a lot of the Legends of Tomorrow lead-in stuff sort of took a lot of steam out of it. Uh, I didn't mind that. I mean, I'm not thrilled about Legends of Tomorrow and what it represents and kind of the the gumbo that is the DCTVU, if I'm just being honest. But uh, but I did I did not mind the the lead in stuff. I thought that was kind of fun. I mean, it's all right, but uh, I would have preferred to have seen more Flash on Flash as opposed to Legends of Tomorrow stuff on Flash. Uh, fair enough, fair enough. Why, well, man? Uh, of course, we uh, we are going to be on hiatus until the season comes back. We may uh, do an episode or two here and there, but. Uh, you you can still keep up with us, and that's that's what we want you to do. In fact, if you go over to paneltoscreen.com, you can check out our podcast there. We're over the summer. We got a lot of movies coming out that we will be reviewing, uh, like uh, like X Men Apocalypse. We just recorded a review for that. That'll be up this weekend. We've got um, what else we got? We got we got the Warcraft movie. We've got uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We'll actually be reviewing that. Uh, do we have any Demon D- Toots? Do we have any DC stuff that's uh, coming out? Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Oh my gosh, I don't know. I forget that. Yeah. Let me pull up the list. Yeah, go ahead and pull up the list. So we have on uh, June 3rd, TM and Toots. June 10th, Warcraft. August 5th, Suicide Squad. November 4th, Doctor Strange. We'll be back, and though. finally, bringing the year end, uh, will be Star Wars Rogue One on December 16th. All right. Well, there you go. We'll be, we'll be back well before that. But yeah, so there you go. Oh, we got, sure. some, got some good stuff. You can also... Um, keep up with us again the twitch channel twitch.tv slash panel to screen we will be announcing the costumed contest winner soon so here's what you're going to want to do be sure to be following us on facebook and twitter where we will announce where to go for a in-game meetup we had such a blast when we did the in-game meetup in dcuo on xbox last time uh, so we hope that a lot of you can uh, can join us again for when we announce the winner my thought is that we will have everybody standing on star labs there's a big ring on top of the platform that we were on we'll have everybody stand in that ring and then we'll have the winners all stand in a line or we'll have the kind of the nominees all stand in a line in the center and then we will announce the winner or something of that age. <laughs> I, don't know, I haven't fully figured it out yet but we'll uh it'll be something like that but one way or the other we should do something where we can get the finalists all like in our same zone and in instance or whatever yeah oh definitely definitely that's that's kind of the goal so uh, so one way or the other, uh, stay tuned for that. Hopefully you'll be able to join us, if not in-game, then definitely on the Twitch channel. Beyond that, we also do have a uh, another giveaway that we'll be doing with the Twitch channel, so that'll be a great way to keep up with what's going on there. But you can also keep up with us. Uh, we will be tweeting out things and Facebook discussioning things over the hiatus as well. So twitter.com slash flash TV talk. And if 140 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at flash at podestery.com. That's P-O-D-A-S-T-E-R-Y dot com. And as I mentioned already, Facebook.com slash Flash TV Talk is a great place to go for those daily discussions on all things Flash. And hey, if you like Legends of Tomorrow, 
and uh, and and you want and, uh, whether one way or the other, if you've been watching Legends of Tomorrow and you want to hear us kind of wrap up the uh, the season in review with some other podcasters from around the DC TV talk world. Uh, be sure to check out dctvtalk.com. We'll be putting together kind of a Legends in Review episode that'll kind of close out, I think, what Legends TV Talk has been. It was kind of a, a fun thing. We all knew we were going to do it for a season, and I think that's what we're going to do it for. So <laughs> be, uh, be sure to check that out, dctvtalk.com. And as I mentioned, we're gone during the hiatus, but a lot of ways to engage with us, so don't worry. We'll be back in a flash. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.